Whisper Podcast. Oh, sorry. Whisper Podcast may contain content that may be sensitive for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. That's better. So before we jump into today's episode, I want to go ahead and let you know some new updates that we have involving the Britney Spears conservatorship. So this episode is based on freeing Brit on the hashtag free Britney movement, but Dylan and I recorded this two days prior to this news being announced. But the progress that has been made is that Britney Spears' father loses bid to retain control of delegating her investments. This is some amazing progression coming from the free Britney movement and the overall conservatorship. I know that these are baby steps, but we just wanted to go ahead and let you know what's happening. Unfortunately, since we recorded this two days before, we didn't get to talk about it, but I hope that you guys enjoy today's episode. Anyways, without further ado, please enjoy our episode on hashtag free Britney. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Tyler. Pronouns are they, them. And I'm your host, Dylan Gomez. My pronouns are also they, them. And this is a podcast where... The... Fine arts, oh. true crime, and mental health that are a throuple. Our, that is our <laughs> old one, but it's still still very much present. Stays true, yeah. Stays yeah, true. I mean today so we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be talking about something that's a little not so fun, fresh, and cute today, and also like it's not technically considered a crime, but it should be. But let's like, let's make it illegal. Let's make it illegal. Let's talk about it. Um. First of all, I just want to say, Dylan, how long have we been talking about hashtag free Britney? I feel like she is an idol and an icon to both of us. And just oh, seeing what absolutely. she's been going through is difficult to watch. And especially with this new documentary dropping on HBO, honey, oh my God. It just put everything that we already know just like in one place. And it really just like makes you think i was i already love this woman and the shit she has to go through nobody has to or nobody had to go like nobody should have had to go through it like yeah and i think that for the time like nobody knew that it would be traumatizing but it literally induced trauma on britney and now we have so many things in place for Brittany that are not so great. So we're just going to chat with you a little bit about that on today's episode. Um, but before we start off, how are you doing today, Dylan? Oh my gosh, I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at? I, I w- I'm looking at my Britney Spears calendar. And she's looking at me and she's like, you're finally talking about me. Finally. Oh. Uh, Finally, I've been waiting, honey. (laughs) Actually, actually, our first episode with Claire, we did say hashtag free Britney. (gasps) Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. I just hold my poster. We came through. Yeah. We came through. Um, what are you drinking today? I am drinking a wonderful, beautiful, fresh cup of black coffee mm. Mm, yes the way to experience all the flavor in your coffee hello oh absolutely absolutely i do not fit the stereotype by the way i am not <laughs> drinking my coffee iced i'm drinking it hot so come for me and also dylan drives pretty well oh 
we were off to a good start there. And then, you know. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. All right. Uh, well, what, are, what are you having today, uh, Zach? What, what, yeah. What, um, what are you enjoying? <laughs> I am enjoying a double dirty chai latte that I made myself. Well, not really. Okay. So everybody else made the ingredients for me. I just put them together in a cup and double dirty chai. Hello. Hi. Double dirty. Like you're not with it if it's just like a little dirty. I can't just do a little bit dirty. I uh, need like balls to the wall, filthy, dirty, raunchy, filthy, disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um on to a more serious matter who who should i think i want you to start off dylan because i typically i feel like i'm the one always starting off so i want you to just go for it okay i will go for it so i do we both watched the documentary yes or you watched it before me i i finally got to it tonight or uh, and holy shit like there is subjects after subjects i want to cover but first things first, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start, like, in, like, in order, like, of time period, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, like, thinking, like, young Britney right now. Britney. Like child Britney, like, singing like on a stage, using her, like, ah! Belting, like, yeah. going for it with her voice and everything. Like, she was a gifted child, and I mean, like, gifted. Right? Like, she had, like, a voice. Yeah! Oh, my gosh. Voice. That was, like, Christina Aguilera quality at, like, age eight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they were always kind of compared to each other. Um, well, listen, listen. I'm talking I... about, like, older Christina, not, like, young Christina. Like, older Christina like that. <laughs> like, but just in a small Britney. She did have that similar kind of, like, Yeah. Belt, the throat. Know? Yes. The belt. But what I want to hit is the misogyny. And the over-sexualization at a very young age. It's like, I think that Brittany was, like, asked questions so often about her sexuality, even as a child. As a child. And then they go and they turn around and then they blame her for being too sexy. And it's like, excuse me? You, every question you've asked her so far has been about her sexuality. You have not asked her about, I don't her. know, maybe selling millions and millions of albums, being extremely talented, gifted, there you go, belting, like nothing about her voice, nothing about nothing, like anything Nothing else. what it's always- like to be like singing live at such a young age and to be able to perform like that. Like you're this old cis white man. If you haven't seen the documentary, you know exactly who I'm talking about. This old cis white man asked this fucking, I I believe she was from the ages of eight to 10. Oh, do you have a boyfriend? And you just see Brittany there like, uh, uh. And then he's like, oh, am I qualified to be your boyfriend? Sir, you're like six times her fucking age. Like, that is an inappropriate fucking question to ask a little girl. And it's, it's just like... like creepy. It's just so creepy. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, she put on this amazing performance and all you could think about is, do you have a boyfriend? Oh, am I qualified to be your boyfriend? It's like she didn't have any value if it wasn't for... If it wasn't for, mm. like, her attaching herself to someone Sorry, else. I... To go on your topic. But, like... In the documentary, I thought it was, I thought it was like interesting that the documentary hit on the fact that at the time the biggest thing was like boy bands, 
and that was like you know the, the thing the scene yeah the scene and there wasn't like a single like woman out here you know rocking in the millions like that um so yeah i thought that was really cool i i didn't really like think about how like she really paved the way for a lot of like solo like pop woman artists uh in a way um but just 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 around that like like kind of very specific genre of pop i think um also uh yeah so I, I thought that was interesting so it started so early and then also people were just obsessed with her being a virgin virgin which i thought was really weird like I could never imagine somebody like asking me if I was a virgin. Um, like, what the fuck is that? Excuse me. <laughs> like right? what? Why is it any of your business? And it's like, why does it yeah, matter? Like, your like sexual history has, I mean, nothing to do with you unless I want it to have something to do with you. Do you know what I mean? So I was just like, ew. And then I'm thinking like she's like 16, 17 at the time of like some of these videos with the they're asking her and it's like you can see the discomfort like in her face like she is uncomfortable like when she's asked these questions (laughs) and it's like to speak even to like the misogyny is it's just like no one and not saying that it makes it okay even if they were but it's just like no one was out there like sexualizing like these young boys like they were literally just like sexualizing like these young girls and like attaching her like you said like attaching her to a man and that was the only thing that gave her value if anything and it's just like hello do you not see like what's in front of us like it's something amazing and we should appreciate her talent and not necessarily the fact like whether she has a man or whether she's a virgin or not like what the fuck i don't care like what the fuck does that have to do with anything like that has nothing to do with her vocals that has nothing to do with the music that has what literally what (laughs) and she was almost always expected to be this like angel kind of very like soft-spoken um girl right that like didn't really like fight back when it came to like answering questions or like like interviews she was just always so sweet she was just always expected to be a sweetheart right um and then it just got to a certain point i mean like even like, like where she just isn't, she isn't like necessarily being rude or anything. She's just kind of over it. Yeah. Like, like you're asking me the same dumb shit every single time. <laughs> Ask you're, me something different, please. Yeah. Or, or she, I, I don't know. She knows the way she likes things. And then she's like, all right, this is the way I like things. And this is what, like, this is my show. This is like what I'm doing. Y'all are all making a fat paycheck because of me. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and she's just finally like saying like. Like, you know, like, this is the way it's going to be. This is the way I'm comfortable with it. She's setting her boundaries. That's all she does. And all of a sudden, it's, like, the shift of her, like, all of a sudden, like, being this, like, bad girl. Diva. Oh, my God. A woman is setting standards for herself. She is a diva. She is rude. She doesn't know what she's doing. Blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, you're, like, I don't know, also attacked for that, which I thought was really, oh, yikes. Yeah. Also, also, I know this is going to be, like, something you want to touch on heavily, but I want to talk just a little bit. I just want to point out a specific part. Where the the um, paparazzi, the guy, 
they he says, Well, if she would have she never told us to like leave her alone. Oh, and oh, then he's and oh, so like, oh, what about when she said, Leave me alone? Me alone. Well, uh, because of uh, other times, you know, like you, like if she asked like uh, multiple times, like just a question <laughs> I literally didn't know how to answer, looked like a fucking idiot. Oh my god! But we so we'll, we'll get more into that. But um, I do want to say to touch a little bit more on her like childhood. I think that her rise to stardom wasn't the easiest for her, you know, because it's like she didn't really have any parental guidance, nor did she really have like any guidance like to begin with like she was kind of like on the road with her assistant like friend best friend manager and like she didn't really have that guidance or like was told like how to be spoken to or you know like what kind of questions to ask and it's like not that even if she did have that guidance that like she would have been able to effectively communicate then because it's like it was the fucking 80s uh early 90s right right yes yeah and oh yeah no the 90s the 90s 90s. okay Yeah, so it was, like, the mid-90s, you know? So it's, like, there was no form of guidance for her. And so it's just, like, for all of this pressure to be put on someone who has no form of guidance, no parental guidance, like, I can't imagine what that's like. And then just being, like, so busy, like, all the time, you know? It's, like, she said in the documentary, it's just, like, you wake up one day and you're, like, a star, you know? Like, they, she didn't expect to, like, become that as famous, as she did, you know, and little did we all know that it would take kind of the turn for the, I don't want to say the worst for her, because it's like, she's be- she's built a beautiful career, but it's just like, as we see now, things aren't really working out in Britney's favor, and I feel like she has put in so much hard work into her career and into herself as an artist that she's not getting what she deserves for all that hard work that she put in. You know, like, she set boundaries for herself, and, you know, she kind of had to, like, guide herself and, like, teach herself, like, the way of the world, and, again, she was one of, like, the first kind of, the first of her kind, really, like, as a female pop artist, you know? So, okay, so right before my, uh, lemon bladder was, uh, reactive, uh, Dylan and I were (laughs) talking, Dylan and I were (laughs) talking about, uh, Britney, Britney Spears' childhood, you know, and, like, kind of how it was a struggle for her, how she was overly sexualized, and the misogyny that came with that. So, I want to move into, like, the big, just, elephant in the room. What you wanted to mention. You really want to talk about the mental health aspect of what, what Brittany was going through. And I do have some comments on that. So, if you, I don't know if you want to go into that. Yeah. So, I definitely think that when it comes to mental health, you know, as we can see from, um, like, even with what Dylan was mentioning, you know, is it's just, like, she kind of had, like, this rise to stardom, like, you know, quite fast. And she was pretty, pretty young, you know, and she became, like, a hot topic, like, really, really quickly. And, like, everybody jumped onto her music and everybody was about her, you know? And it's, like, at first, I can... I'm sure that you can imagine that, you know, like, you enjoy the paparazzi, you enjoy the attention because, you know, maybe she felt as if she deserved that because she worked so hard for it and it was something that she deserved. But then we start to see that it becomes overwhelming, you know? And it's, like... As you were saying, she was expected to be very soft-spoken, very approachable, you know, and, like, just that sweet little, like, innocent girl. And I think that when that happened for so long, people took advantage of her niceness. And, you know, it kind of, like, overstepped many 
of her boundaries that she wasn't able to set because she had these expectations of being a soft-spoken, sweet girl, you know? So when paparazzi comes fucking, like, following you everywhere you go, you can't even move your car to get out, like, I can't imagine how overwhelming that is. And it's just, like, you can see in a lot of her, like, responses, like, the way she responds to, like, the paparazzi and, like, people is, like, she's saying, like, hi, and she's, like, smiling, but it's almost kind of like, like, I just really, like, want to be out of here, you know? Like, she's kind of, like, smiling through her teeth, you know? And that's just because, quote-unquote, she had to, and, like, she had an image to, like, maintain. And then I think that when you're in the face of the public, as you are, where you're such a big, like, public figure, and you have a child, like, I don't think that a lot of people understand that what comes with pregnancy, you know, and, like, what comes with, like, having a baby, and... Okay, before you go in there, I do want to comment on what you just said. Okay. The the whole thing... Okay, so, with her being this, like, soft-spoken, super sweet character persona, right, that everyone's in love with, everyone is just so interested in, like, seeing the unravel. Remember that they mentioned pretty much, like, how fascinating. Like, we couldn't keep our eyes off of her, like, just, like, being this completely different character outside um, the character of Brittany, the, the persona that we all, like, got to know and love and they were like vultures and they fucking and i could imagine that some paparazzi were like actually trying to like provoke her get a reaction yeah yeah reaction out of her constantly and it was like so many of them think about how one picture was selling for like a million dollars that is wild yeah wild they would definitely be trying to get her to to react in some way or do something that would you know yeah and get some some kind of picture for them right yeah and we're gonna touch a little bit more on paparazzi but i think that like when i understand like wanting to get that coin and wanting to make money you know and like wanting to be sustainable but also I think that there comes a point where you have to take time to reflect to see if it's coming at someone else's expense, you know? And I think that people were just so blinded by the dollar sign and by the number that they didn't take that into consideration and they didn't see the effect that they were having on this woman, you know? So leading back into the overall, like, mental health aspect of this, I think that when, you know, going back to saying, like, A lot of people don't understand what comes with pregnancy. I mean, obviously, I've never been pregnant before. I can't physically get pregnant. But it's just like I've been around a lot of people who are pregnant. And postpartum depression is a real thing. And it's just like, you know, you have a literal human growing inside of you. So I can't imagine what that's like for her. And when there's that picture where she has the baby sitting in the front seat... Obviously, she had no ill intentions with that. She wasn't trying to put her baby in danger. I'm not saying that putting your baby in the front seat is like, okay, because your dad used to do it with you. But it's just like in that time, she was just trying to do what she can to comfort her newborn baby and be present for her baby. I think that, you know, within that moment of like anxiety, like have you ever been in the same space as a crying baby? Like it is so overwhelming. And like, you know, because it's like, 
how do you maintain yourself? How do you control yourself and your emotions while you're also trying to manage another little person's emotions who you cannot speak to? Like, that is such an overwhelming situation. So, you know, at that time, she thought that she was doing what was best for her baby. And it's like, little did the paparazzi know, like, that is such an, like, what's happening inside that car is, like, such an overwhelming fucking situation. And... Zach, but I I disagree with you when it comes to the the paparazzi. I think they knew damn well what they were doing. I knew I think that they knew they were they were hurting this girl. I think that that their presence, they knew. They had to have known that they were affecting her in a negative way. I think a lot of times they were doing it on purpose cuz they wanted a reaction from her. Um so so no, I don't think they're just trying to make coin on a lot of the situation. I think that they were yeah, they were trying to make money, but they knew it was in the expense of Britney's well-being do you know what i mean like they didn't care they didn't care that it was yeah that's exactly what i was about to ask like did it mean anything to them like did that mean anything to them did it affect how they sleep that night no it didn't no because they still cash that (laughs) fucking check yeah so you know like speaking more to that is it's just like that's when i feel like the downfall of like britney kind of or at least what other people consider the downfall of britney really came from you know as it's just like you just had a baby postpartum depression is a real thing you know also when like you are during pregnancy or like after pregnancy like you suffer from like hair loss like your emotions aren't the same like your hormones are like all out of whack and then it's like also physically like you have so much going on with you you know so it's just like to maintain yourself marriage (laughs) that is no longer functioning um exactly your mental health that is also taking somewhat of a plummet um, with all of that stress and pressure of constantly being followed, um, with all of that constant judgment from every angle, saying that you're a bad parent when all you're trying to do is just be. Yeah. And and you're, and, and you're getting pretty much threatened by your, you know, divorced husband with taking your children away. Not only that, but it's just like, I don't know who's experienced, like, custody battles and whatnot, but it's just, like, when you have pictures of you with your child sitting in your front seat, you know, maybe you're holding a glass of water in one hand and your baby in the other, like, it doesn't look good for you. Like, it just doesn't look good for you, like, regardless of what the intentions are or not, like, a picture is worth a thousand words, and that just didn't look good in Britney's case, you know? They so. are gonna rip her a new one either way. Like, I think I think from all of the negative media that she was going through and at the time, like every week it was something. I remember like like every week it was something. She was always on the cover. Oh yeah. Something very negative. It was like and it never had to do with anyone else. Like it was always kind of the blame on her. The blame on her. Like she her marriage is falling apart. What did she do? Justin's and her relationship fell apart. What it like she cheated on him. Like it was quote like, unquote. Her. Yeah, it yeah, was always it, her. Yeah. She was the victim. You know, she was a victim. She was an easy target. And you know, again, that comes from being taken advantage of because you're a soft spoken, nice, approachable person. And people definitely took advantage of that. And so now... It's easy to just blame... Oh my gosh. The girl. Always. And it has been, you know, and that leads back into our misogyny conversation. But it's like, you take all these pieces and you add them together and you consider her mental health. And it's like, 
she's already experiencing a lot and it just doesn't seem to be getting better in her case and she's like literally by me doing nothing it seems like i'm causing the whole world like trouble and it's just like i'm the bad guy and everyone's eyes no matter what i do you know and it's like referring even to that conversation about like her cheating on justin and then not only that but then as you mentioned well um do you want to mention like the conversation that happened on the radio that he had excuse me what a fucking asshole what an asshole what an asshole holy shit like how okay and then it just goes back to the fucking virginity conversation he says that he slept with her? Are you serious? First of all, the host of that show, did you have sex with Britney Spears? Why would you ask that? What's wrong with you? Why, why, why do you care? To, why is everyone trying to fucking... Get in on this. Get, like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so well, it's like that conversation. And it's like, and so you imagine that. Oh my gosh, did you see the whole like... He he has sissy music, but at least he slept with Britney or something like that. Did you yeah, yeah. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, and I was like, okay. First of all, <laughs> there's so many wrong things with so that sentence. Many so many wrong things. Ugly things. Um, like but it's just like imagine coming from that, and then it's just like you're in this custody battle with your parents' father, and it's just like you have these images that are out there of you that doesn't look good for your case you know especially if you're in a custody battle and it's like you get your children taken away you know and so then when people are in the thing is i'm not saying like what she did was like right or anything or wrong what i'm saying is i mean there's no perfect parent there's oh god no and you can't tell somebody how to parent literally you cannot because everybody does it differently that's why no matter how many fucking books you read no one's also, gonna ever get it also, right nobody like nobody gets policed the way Bernie was policed like oh my god a single fucking perfect person out there or a perfect parent and but at least you don't have people taking pictures of you every single moment of every day like Every mistake that Britney ever made was documented. Oh, yeah. It was out there. Especially from being a child. Like, from being a child up until now, every single moment of Britney has been documented. Like, mostly bad. So, like, like, I mean, that's not fair. I'm sure this fucking other guy wasn't, like, the perfect parent either. But there isn't fucking paparazzi following him 24 hours a day seeing when he fucks up. So oh, you know why that is, Dylan? <laughs> because he's the man. <laughs> yeah. And also because he's not as famous. But And also nobody cares. fucking cares. But nobody, nobody fucking cares about him, that's why. But um and everyone, I mean, wanted a piece of her. Mm. Mm, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, okay, but back into the conversation of mental health. So it's like, you know, I think a lot and like hi, Zach reverting it back to themselves, but it's like I think about me. And I think about my breakdowns that I had, some moments that may have not looked so great for me, and it's just like the anxiety I experienced, the depression I experienced, all of this, if that was captured on a fucking camera, if that was captured on video, I could not imagine that fucking helping my mental wellness. I cannot, you know? So it's just like, at a point, there is going to have to be a breaking point. Like, there is just going to have to because you're literally breaking down a person. The amount of buildup. 
like all of that is building up and you have to break it down to a person to where of course you fucking see me going to my baby daddy's house asking to see my fucking kids after I'm going through a lot the fucking media has me out there because I just shaved my fucking head because I wanted to some guy told me I couldn't fucking shave my head I try to go see my fucking kid and, and my baby daddy's not letting me of course I'm gonna be in an emotional fucking state of mind then I'm asking you to leave me alone and you still have the odd you still have the audacity to come to my fucking window and be like, hey, uh, Brittany, can I ask you a couple of fucking questions? Uh, of course I'm gonna go fucking haywire on you. Like, what the fuck? I am in an emotional, vulnerable position. And then not only did they profit off of that picture of her, they also profited off the umbrella that she used to fucking hit his car. And I'm just like, this woman is literally being profited off of for her vulnerability, for her mental health deteriorating. Like, and for what? For what? Her mental health is at the expense of other people. And I think that that is the worst fucking thing to experience. Because Dylan, imagine the moments where you've been down, where you've wanted to cry, where you've been shaky, where you've having a moment in your car that is caught on camera. Someone is recording that and someone is around you all the fucking time. And people are watching you like vultures where they're like, hey, hey, come here. Like, don't tell anybody else that you're here, but Britney's about to be here and she's she's going to do some crazy shit. Like, imagine that people are putting you in that light. How would that feel for you? Well, I mean, not great. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think about that a lot. I think about the fact that um, there's a lot of shame in that. Like, there's a lot. It's so sad. Like, there, I mean, I have my moments where I look back and I'm like, oh, God, like, I can't believe, like, I did this or that, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, there's, like, moments, like, you don't want to relive, right? It's like, imagine if everybody, like, knew about it. Even people you don't know. Not only in the United States, but, like, across the world. Everywhere. Everywhere. There is not a person you can just meet that doesn't know just your like your most embarrassing ass secrets yep like, everything is out there like that's so weird that's so weird she she could literally not make a genuine friend yeah and and that's so sad that, that that there's nobody she could even turn to like who could she turn to no one. literally nobody nobody was because on her side wanted everyone wanted a piece of her like if they if she would go try to make like a friend with somebody it was like that person was going to try to take advantage of her because they knew who she was and they knew that they could profit too. And she was just such an easy target. And like the documentary even said, like at one point she just wanted a friend. Like that was all she wanted is that she just wanted a friend. And that literally broke my heart because it's like, I know what that feels like. I know what it's like to just want a friend and just want somebody to fucking be there for you. And it's like to not have that. And it's like to be fucking demonized by the, by the whole public. Like that is insane to me. And not only that, but it's just like thinking back to. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. You're, you're my friend. Oh, I know. <laughs> it was back in junior high. You have a friend in me. I want you to know that. Oh, thanks. You're the buzz to my Woody. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Toy Story references. How did you make that dirty? How did you possibly make that dirty? Disney I'm is so a bad. dirty fucker. That's, that's who did All it. Right. <laughs> 
But anyway. All right, moving on. I do not want the Disney Channel to ever hear this and then not give me a job if I'm trying to work for the Mickey Mouse. <laughs> for the Mickey Mouse, for the big old mouse. Mm. Um. If I'm trying to work for the mouse, I don't... I, I don't want them to know. Like, <laughs> we won't talk about it. That you said that. <laughs> I just want to say, Mickey, like, I didn't say it. It was... Exactly. Listen, there was nothing but innocence within that sentence. If your mind went there, that is on you. Um, <laughs> but to... Oh, God, I think I'm losing my thought. I think I'm losing my thought. Oh, okay. No, you're but not. No, you're not. I didn't. Um, but okay, think about it. Like, you've just had a breakup. Shit's not going so well for you. So it's like, what do you do? You try to relieve some tension and have some fun. You know, you try to go out. You try to, like, maybe go dancing with your friends. Maybe drink a little bit. Like, you know, maybe smoke some weed. Not that Brittany did that. But it's like, I'm just referring to things that I've been to and, like, been through in tough situations. And it's like, you know, thinking back to when she was out with, like, Lindsay Lohan and, like, Paris Hilton. Like, again, people were just demonizing her because she just wanted to have a good fucking time. Because she's gone. Going through so much like oh my god like okay i did not get that at all i was just like what are they saying like, why are they giving her shit for that it's like yeah doesn't everyone go out occasionally like what's wrong with you literally do you not go and out they occasionally were like, they were like they were like is she paying the babysitter or, or something i was just oh like, my god shut, shut the fuck up shut up but it's like somebody's a mom all of a sudden they have to like be a mom to their house and fucking chained to their baby no high social sure standards fuck you care available that woman had a bank she could easily find somebody to, to take excellent care of her baby uh nanny mcphee what? she had her on speed dial uh, hello <laughs> Or was it Mary Poppins? Hello. Nanny McPhee was like the witchy one, right? I don't know. Who was the good nanny? Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, no. But, but come on. Yeah. Come on. And just like. You have to be handcuffed to your baby. I'm going to handcuff you to your baby. Here you go. You're nothing yeah. but a mom. And that's all you have to be. You have to be a performing mom all the time. But it's just like. Why does a man just get to go out to the bar every single night for just, like, one drink? Like, why is that an okay thing? But yet, Britney decides to go out, what, fucking three nights with Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton, and all of a sudden, she's, like, the fucking devil for not tending to her child 24-7, like... The baby's probably asleep, anyway. <laughs> like, come on. It's, like, midnight. She wakes up, you know, you just... Not only that, milk and then goes back to sleep. But at this it's point, fine. I think that her baby was with like was in her baby daddy's custody. Like I think that he he, he was the baby. The ch- then what the hell are they? Exactly. About? He was. She wasn't even allowed to see him. Exactly. She wasn't even allowed to see him. How the hell was she gonna? She tried. She tried. She, she wanted to be that. there, and then it's just like you know. She wanted to be there. No and matter. Then, and then all of a sudden, you gave her shit for that. No matter. And, what no she did what she did Shh. what she did there was always like like fuck you like kind of outcome to that so moral of the story is we love britney spears we love britney spears and i think that she deserves the world she deserves everything and i just wish and i hope because I think I've only seen one magazine so far take accountability. Obviously, that guy that was in the fucking documentary didn't take accountability because when he was asked no, that question, like, oh, what about when she said leave you alone? Well, uh, 
you know, uh, if she uh, would have uh, said it uh, enough uh, times, um, maybe uh, we would have, like, uh, left her alone, you know? Like, maybe if she was like, hey, like, guys, can you please back off? Maybe I would have been like, oh, uh, yeah. But I just hope that somebody takes some fucking accountability for what this woman is going through, because then we get into the conversation of where she gets pushed into a conservatorship because of her mental health and because of the paparazzi. She got pushed into a conservatorship to where she was deemed not to be well enough to handle herself. And I'm sure the whole world knows this by now, but a conservatorship is basically what is given to the elderly when they can no longer care for themselves and somebody else needs to be in charge of their finances and whatnot. Um, Brittany, first of all, is not an elderly. She is like a woman also i don't think you have to be an elderly person to no her. like i think it's, it's, it's just mostly, the person usually usually typically but there are some cases where you know it doesn't go strictly just to the elderly but i think that having to be be in so low to have to get to that point to where you are a star you're on the fucking rise like and then this happens, you know? And it's like, granted, that was when Britney was her fucking, like, quote-unquote best because, ooh, it's the rise of Britney again. Ooh, she just dropped a song, Circus. You know, like, I'm glad to have those tunes and those bops, but it's just like, she only had that because of her conservatorship and because her dad made her work. And, like, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but to talk about, you know, how we kind of mentioned in the beginning, she didn't really have any parental guidance. Like, her mother, it seemed like she was a little bit more supportive than her father, but her father just wanted to know how he could make money off her, and that was his fucking demeanor from the beginning, was how can I make money off this person? He got her at her her most vulnerable state, and he took advantage of that. He took advantage. Also, I don't know, they kind of kept saying this, but to me it didn't really seem like it made sense. The whole thing with, um... Jamie Lynn Spears was still in like first grade so she they couldn't go with her like Britney they just sent Britney off with some random yeah like I mean she like sweetheart the the assistant and everything sweetheart and we and I like she obviously cares so much for Britney and Britney's have like lucky to have her right but uh yeah how are you gonna just how are you just gonna leave your child? Like, I'm, I was more watching for, like, the parents. Uh, like, all of a sudden, y'all wanna be so, like, involved. Yeah. In your grown daughter's finances. All of a sudden. Everything. All of a all sudden, of a you sudden. care. But when she was a child, you were just sending her off on her merry way. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Just like that. And then now that she's got the lettuce. Now that she's got the moolah. Now that she's got the whole ass salad bar. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, we're worried about her. I was like, I don't know if you're worried because, I mean, she could still give pretty badass performances. And I mean, if you're really worried about her mental health, would you be working her so hard? Yeah, exactly. Would you be trying to get her another fucking residency in Vegas? Yep. Would you? And I think that to even speak to that more is that the first initial Britney documentary that was made, obviously it wasn't about the conservatorship, you know, and everything that kind of led to, like, where we are now with Britney. But she even mentions, like, right now nobody is listening to me. Nobody is listening to me and what my body needs and how my mental health is affected. No one is listening to me. Like, they all just keep, like, shoving pills down my fucking throat. You know, she didn't say that. This is me just, like, paraphrasing. But, like, they're basically just shoving Uh pills down my throat and not even, like, listening to what I have to say. And obviously mental health wasn't as far then as it is now, but to have to fucking 
be in that situation knowing that you need help you're asking for help you want the help and then to not get that because everybody else thinks that they know what's best for you and it's like can you imagine being in that state where it's like i'm talking to a fucking wall like i want to be successful i want to be better i want to be present for my children but it's like no no one's fucking listening to me they're just putting me on a bunch of medication that i don't fucking need now i'm in this fucking conservatorship where no one is listening to me you know and it's like crazy she had no control oh it just like breaks my heart how alone she was she must have felt like she couldn't literally like sometimes like i don't know a pandemic and everything we're out here being lonely and yeah stuck inside our house you know right and it's like a little harder to make friends a little bit <laughs> but imagine that only like everyone only being Britney Spears only being Britney Spears like everyone's around you there's like a million people around you but you can't make friends with any of them you just feel alone I remember you just feel alone in a in a crowd of people yep is that a song yes yeah. yes also I've had that conversation before with uh and <laughs> to kind of like steer away really quick him and I were at Ulta and I was just like do you ever just like feel alone and then he looks at me he's like in a room full of people and i was like yes yes like i hate that feeling it's a serious thing people feel it like she must have felt like that all the time yeah and it's like Damn. i felt that before but to be britney spears and feel that to have the whole world's that's eyes like on me extreme. that's like another level yeah <sighs> and i have like only like i could only imagine i can't even imagine it really because like that little feeling that I've had, she must have had it amplified times like a thousand. Oh, so. God. Oh. And it's like. Oh, Brittany. I think that Free another her. reason like why she wants this conservatorship, you know, and why she has been so fucking compliant with this conservatorship is because she wants it for her children. Like she wants this for her children. She wants to be able to have access to her children. And it's like, it's just so funny that after this conservatorship starts again, she gets that. Once somebody is under control, once somebody has control of Britney, then she has that again. And I just think that that is the most fucked up thing. Like, yeah, like, you can see your kids only if you're in control by somebody else. Yeah, it was, like, the only way they knew they could get her to uh, do what they wanted. Um, because they knew that's what she wanted most. She just wanted to see her children. So they used that against her. To get everything. And. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Brittany is still in favor of the conservatorship. She just wants somebody else to be in charge of it. Like. Yeah. Because imagine some person who's like not that really in that part, that big part of your life, just being in control of everything. Like, especially somebody who didn't even care to like go with you to, I don't know, start the career. Whose whole intention yeah, of you starting your career was, how can I make money off this child? How can I profit off this child? And you know what's kind of been yeah. tripping me out lately? And, like, this has been kind of tripping me out in a lot of ways. And, hi, this is uh, Capitalist America. But it's just, like, there's this little, like, bee commercial. Like, not a bee commercial, but it's, like, a honey commercial. Like, this whole little, like, family started their whole line of, like, honey. Right? And I just kind of think, I'm like, do those bees know that they're working for free? Like, these people are profiting off of bees. And, like, it is just the craziest fucking thing to me. Like, those bees are working for free, and all these people have to do is just take the honey and put it in a jar. And it's just like, Brittany is the bee. How high were you? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that 
that you knew that I was high. I was. <laughs> that was the, that's the stoniest little thing I've ever heard. <laughs> How high are you? But you get my point, right? It's a good point. It's a good stoner thought. <laughs> I mean, it makes perfect sense. I just, I just know. <laughs> what is life? Why is Brittany the bee? <laughs> wow. Um, but I believe in this moment, we're still waiting on another court date. The last that it was, uh, the last one that was obviously seen is that she... They just weren't moving forward with the conservatorship. There is not going to be any changes made at that time. So I believe that they're moving into hopefully another court date where they might revisit um, that and hopefully decide for somebody else to be, I guess, have that conservatorship over her because she doesn't really have any choice at this point. Like a conservatorship is so like legally binding that it's mm-hmm. really hard to get out it's of, so you know. Tricky. So I think that she's doing. She has to prove that she's not. But it's like, <sighs> even in that, you can't. It's so hard to like go back on a conservatorship. Like How would so you, hard. Yeah. So it's like. How would you prove that you're not? It's like the harder you try to prove that you're not crazy or you're not like, I, I don't know, in need of like mental assistance they're like oh this one's crazy watch out for her but i think that she's honestly I just i mean you could argue like anyone's really like crazy oh you know I mean? yeah like, it's just like oh it's just it just sucks i think that if everybody's life was put on blast like how britney's is uh, everybody it's, could be yeah. crazy so um yeah, but I think that with... Yeah, your dirty laundry is just, like, not aired. Yeah, no, it, that shit is on the floor, in the pile, on your desk, on your chair. We know, honey. <laughs> I think about... Well, well, I think right now, and this is just a personal perspective, this is not, obviously, what's happening, but I think that Brittany is trying to get the best of what she can because she, know that she knows that she can't get out of this conservatorship because it is such a legally binding thing that I think she's just trying to get with the best that she can, and that's just at least having somebody that maybe fucking cares for her, you know, having this conservatorship over her. an outside party, I think. Just somebody who doesn't have the... Who doesn't, like, want to screw her over. Yeah. You know... Because she knows her dad wants to. Yeah, and I don't really know how I feel about Jamie Lynn. Like, I haven't really... I don't have any personal feelings towards that. Like, I'm not either here nor there because it's just, like... And, eh, like... I just think she wants it to be an outside party. Do you know what I mean? Because cause I feel like her dad would probably still have control, um, even if her, if her mom was the one... Um, kind of in charge of it. Like, Wait. would still have a say. No, Jamie Lynn is uh, her sister. Lynn, Lynn Spears is the mom. No, but I thought, okay, yes. I think her mom, like, wanted to, but then it didn't end up turning out that way, so now it's Jamie Lynn. But what I'm saying is, like, even if it were, I don't think she wants anyone. Oh, yes, yes. To, to, that's my point. Okay. I don't think, like, she wants, like, her mom or her sister or her dad yeah. or anyone. I, I think she just wants it to be, like, altogether like a third party somebody who doesn't have party, any yeah. fucking relationship with her which i think is fairly reasonable like especially if this is something that she can't get out of like i think that that's a reasonable thing to ask for um so kind of the last thing that i wanted to touch on here uh i'm not too sure if everybody knows who chris crocker is but oh back in the early 2000s i want to say maybe like mid 2000s like 2008 to like 2010 uh mm-hmm. there's this person named chris crocker who came out with the video who that's called leave britney alone and obviously like 
he's screaming and yelling like, leave Britney alone, you know? And it's just like, there was so much passion and so much vulnerability and so much like love for Britney there. And I think that he was able to see like what was happening to her at that time. And I just believe like a lot of people, well, I don't believe, but like a lot of people attacked him for it at that time. Like he was literally made fun of, like he was literally considered comedy because he was like a gender bending person that was out here and, you know, actually having concern for Britney and defending her. uh, Yeah. Defending somebody that was also like everyone's like loved to hate on and everybody well not everybody but people in the queer community were quick to attack him and he made a post recently on twitter and i'll link a screenshot of it in the blog but um he made a post on twitter basically saying like he was verbally and physically attacked by the community like on like social media and at like gay bars and like whatnot and it was all because you know he was different and according to him this was like pre-drag culture you know so it's like he was he was an easier target because he was out here like gender bending and like you know standing up for britney and like people just felt as if he was giving the community a bad name and like people felt that he was making the community a joke but it's just like you know now that free britney is out here like trending and is a thing like everybody's like oh chris like you were right and like you know like you you were totally right and like we're so sorry that we said anything but it's just like he went through a lot within that matter of time so i just hope like i'm i'm not sure if you'll hear this or not but i saw the pain and the truth in that video a while back and i i hope you're okay <laughs> like i'm sure he's thriving or they're talking he is thriving he just he just came out with the song oh awesome yeah there you go. stream chris cracker on spotify i don't know if the song's good or not but stream chris cracker <laughs> but that was just um something i wanted to touch on um so dylan if you have any last little final thoughts or any last little points you would like to make i would love to hear them yeah so pretty much i just think that that we've grown a little bit like I do see a little bit of um progress I don't think I I think we've grown a little bit when it comes to mental health awareness uh I don't think um if all of this is going on right now that should be attacked the same way and they did mention like Instagram and everything so I think like like it's kind of nice the fact that we do also kind of have a say in how we can portray our persona you know and at least she has that outlet um and that she's really she uses it in such a like personal like way i've i've always liked that about about her the the way she kind of just like lets us in and Almost like she yeah. just doesn't give a fuck anymore. Like, um, she's like she, living a normal person life where she's like yeah, not she, having to live up like, to this fantasy. Exactly. And she, that's made by other people. Not like her fantasy, but that's made by other people is what I mean. Of course. Yeah. And, and I, I just love the fact that she can, um, just express herself in a very honest way now. And I, I, I just hope she's happy. I just really hope she's happy. That's all I want for her. And I want also, for us not to be so hard on especially young women trying to make it in the industry why, why are we so rude to them women have had to fight yeah, for so fucking long why do they have to continue to keep fighting like just let women do women yeah. like, come on let women do women <laughs> let's yes. do it 
that. Let him do it. Um, but also, I think that, like, with the stage and age that we're at now, is it's like celebrities aren't as important as they were back then because it's like, oh, well, everybody's famous, I guess you can say. So, like, anybody can have a platform of any kind, you know? So it's like paparazzi isn't a thing like it used to be. But it's like, can you imagine if fucking paparazzi was, like, still a thing in today's age and, like, how crazy Britney had it? I would be broken. Like, not that paparazzi would be following me around, but I would be broken. Yeah, no, it's definitely so. a different time. So I think in a lot of ways, this kind of very public, um, just like normality, just like the fact that everyone just kind of shows their whole life on social media, I think it has almost some positives and some negatives, like anything else. But at least... Uh, it's not to the extreme extent of, like, the way that people were following around, like, poor Britney or all of these other young, um, actresses and singers and just celebrities. Yeah. Because that's, that's so harsh. And I, I just think, I, I think that we oh. need to be kinder on the, on, just. On people. We just gotta be, <laughs> we gotta show a little kindness. That's it. But, yes, I, I just hope that you're doing well, Britney, and, uh, uh, she also posted, at, I think it was on Instagram, that she is in support of the movement as well, too. So, you know, she sees us. She sees us out here fighting, really getting that hashtag free Britney around and, you know, fighting for her freedom, which, I mean, shouldn't have to be fought for. But, you know, like most cases. <laughs> no, so... I don't know. We could go down. Like, if you want to find negativity, you can always find it. But I do think that there's a little light at the end of the tunnel. Also, they didn't they didn't say like, oh no, you know, like they added that it was a little win. It was a little win for Brittany this last time. So hopefully the next time she's in court that um they grant her what she wanted, you know? Which is uh, I agree. Like a third party to be taking care of her like Oh yeah. Assets. And we have a little um, tweet here from Brittany on from yesterday, actually. Well, this is February 9th, but from our yesterday. And Brittany says, each person has their story and their take on other people's stories. We all have so many different, bright, beautiful lives. Flower emoji, flower emoji, flower emoji, flower emoji. Remember, okay. no matter what we think... <laughs> No matter what we think, we know about a person's life, it is nothing compared to the actual person living behind the lens. And then she retweeted a video of an amazing toxic performance, which I would have loved to see. Um, But it's followed by, can't believe this performance of Toxic is from three years ago. I'll always love being on stage, but I am taking the time to learn and be a normal person. I love simply enjoying the basics of everyday life. And I'm so happy that you're taking this opportunity to do that, Brittany, because no one deserves it more than you. So we're out here your supporters and there's so many other supporters out here but i'm glad to see that you're taking time to live your life and you know just do you be a mom be a britney be a whatever we support you thank you <laughs> you're welcome uh yeah that's it um we love you britney free britney thank you everybody so much for tuning in to this special little bonus episode we are Whisper, Whisper Podcast. Podcast. <laughs>
listening to Whisper Podcast. We're Zach and Dylan, and you can find us at Whisper Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at Whisper underscore podcast. Visit our website and blog at thewhisperpodcast.com. Interested in chatting with us live? Send us a DM at one of the social sites or reach out at whisperwfpodcast at gmail.com with potential interviewee stated in the subject line. Cover art by Dylan Gomez. Editing by Zach Tyler. Music by audionautics.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Love the show? Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. We are a completely independent show, and if you'd like to give your support for the show and get a shout-out on air with a special gift, you can find us at WhisperPodcast on Patreon.com. Zach and Dylan are not licensed professionals, nor do we claim to be. Podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. If you or a loved one are in need of immediate help, we recommend that you contact a licensed professional or a hotline pertaining to your needs, which can be found on our website under the Help Is Here tab. (laughs) 